beautiful people and welcome back to Coffee with Concrete Bros. It is Friday. I'm so excited. Y'all heard that note. That was great, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm so excited. Your girl is feeling better. I was feeling a little weak this week. And uh, and that's the reason I'm opting opting for tea today. Um, Didn't really want to go with the coffee. It's it's just too much. (laughs) So I am so excited about the show today. If this is your first time here, my name is Angel and I am, well, the Concrete Rose. And this podcast is designed to help you wake, pray, and slay your day. So good morning, ladies. Let's get to it. Boy, do I have a great show for you all today. But first, we're going to start with some godly inspiration and then get right into the topic of the day. Are you scared? Are you scared? Are you scared to live your Christ white walkout in the workplace or in your business? I'm going to tell you a personal story about mine and we can discuss. So grab your coffee, grab your tea. I got the gap. So like I told you all, I am having tea today and I thought, you know, since I'm having tea, I might as well tell you all why I named this show The Concrete Rose. I know a lot of people believe that it's because of Tupac or Ashanti's album. Uh, I actually didn't know Tupac had that song until after I uh, got the name through prayer. Um, but I named the uh, show and myself Concrete Rose um, because I wanted everyone to know that with God, anything is possible. See, no matter how rough your life has been or how hard you've had to be in situations or how many decisions you made that you know that just weren't good. They were bad decisions. I've made plenty No matter what, God still sees you like a red rose amongst a field of yellow ones. And as you get closer to God and allow people to help you get help, (laughs) get help, then you will see the concrete come off the rose and you will keep on being able to see what God sees. Sometimes we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. We see ourselves in a totally different light. I saw myself as full of concrete. I wouldn't let anyone in and I wasn't coming out. But as I allow God to work on me and use people to do it, well, the concrete came off and the beauty is showing. So I really kept my rose buds under behind concrete because I felt shameful about a lot of things that I had done and I wouldn't tell anyone. I wouldn't even tell God like I I mean like he didn't know, but I wouldn't tell him either. <laughs> but then I realized um that well I read in Romans 8:38 that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. That the same, but in that same chapter, it also says in Romans 8 and 1 that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So while I was feeling like I had to hold myself behind concrete and not tell anyone and not get any help, 
God was like, there's nothing that separates me from you. I love you. I want you to be good. I want you to have help. I want you to, I want you to be whole, be joyful, have peace. And I had to read this chapter and realize, oh, wow, that God wants, he, he wants me to understand the depth and the breadth and how long and how deep his love is for me. See, in Romans also, it says that if God is with us, who can be against us? So no matter what, no matter what people are saying about you, no matter how people may feel, no matter if how, however much you are growing, people say, I can't believe you could do that. Or are you sure you want to do that? If God is with you, then who can be against you? And that's the reason why this is the Concrete Rose Show. Because God is with us. He's given us these dreams. And who can be against us? He's There's nothing that can separate us from his love because we're on this path together. Okay? So I am the concrete rose that finally sees the beauty that God has placed in me. And I intend to put that out so that you can see the beauty that God has placed in you. Hey, that's some inspiration for the day, for the weekend, till Monday. Yeah, all of that. Let's go. Now that was some inspiration. So we're going to move on and talk about today's topic. Are you scared? Are you? Okay. Are you scared to walk your life of Christ at your workplace or your business? I'm going to sip my tea on that one. Honey. I have a story for you. Okay. When I was in the Navy, you all, I used to be like a real true party girl. I've been a party girl for a long time. I was a real true party girl in the Navy because, well, you have money. You don't have to worry about anything. So I was a real true party girl then. And it was really like the nature, the culture of, you know, the Navy to, you know, work, work, then get off go, you know, get you some alcohol and then just go party. Um, and I mean, honestly, at that time I was actually, I was saved, but I wasn't acting like it. And everyone just really, really, they thought I was just like a good person. It's like, oh, she's a good girl and she loves to party. And it was just crazy. Well, I'll tell you that changed for me. And <laughs> it happened one December, I was, uh, stayed in Virginia um, for Christmas. And I remember going out with some friends. I had a really good friend at that time and I went out with her and we were celebrating her birthday. Well, later that night, we both had gotten really, really drunk and we got into a drunken fight. Um, and it was, it was more of a squabble, but it was a, it was, it was just really, really stupid to be quite honest with you. But we got into a drunken fight and in the midst of her drunkenness, she basically told me like that she had been using me and that I was insignificant to her. And I was like, the betrayal, the betrayal. I just, I mean, when you become close with someone and you start telling people your, you know, your life and they're telling you and y'all are really hanging out. You never think that that's what's going to happen. Well, I was so hurt by the betrayal that I, afterwards I was like, you know what? July, I mean, January 1st, I'm not drinking alcohol for a whole 
year. And I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to go to church (laughs) and get my life right with Christ. Like I was in there. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Well, numerous things happened throughout that year, but a lot of what changed was my walk in front of the people at my job, at my coworkers, my leaders, a lot of that change. And that's what I want to talk about. Are you scared? Because walking your life of Christ at your workplace or business is so important. It's so because it let me just get into it. So I was recently reading this article by Dr. Zigarelli, uh, where he asked 300 plus Christian leaders, like, what was their obstacles to walking their faith out at work, their Christian faith out at work? And listen to this. 95% of the people said that they had a personal commitment to God. So 95% of the 300 said, yeah, I love him. He's great. 80, and I believe in him. (laughs) And I, and I have a personal commitment. Okay, so 82% said they believed that God was their ultimate boss. Okay, 66% said they avoided overselling products because, well, they didn't think they needed to because God is their boss. 53% believed that their financial resources were actually God's resources. And 61% believe that it's a high priority to serve their employees. Well, I have to tell you, when I began walking my Christ walk out in front of my coworkers, and really they became, honestly, they became my followers after a while. It took me getting out of um, pride and self-centeredness and the mindset that I was above them. Um, When I walked with Christ's people, I mean, when you walk with people who are not uh, Christians, Lord, do they want to test your holiness? Like, they're like, oh, you're Christ-like? How Christ-like are you? And it's like, oh my goodness. But truth of the matter is, is uh, you, you don't get upset. I did several times, but don't get upset. <laughs> Reassure them that God is perfect and you're not. You know, you're walking out your righteousness. God is making things better and better and better, but you're still in a human body. So there was times people would say, oh, you're doing that. And I'd be like, look, God is, God is perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm still going through a process. Now I love you. I'm just, I was wrong about the way I did this to you, but that is, that's just what it is. I mean, and there was many times where I would snap on people. I would have to call them back and be like, look, I'm so sorry that I snapped on you. Um, I'm I'm going through some things and I'm working. They'd be like, yeah, that really hurt me. Or girl, I didn't even understand. I'm like, okay, whatever. This is my walk with God. And a lot of it is going to take me getting rid of pride and working with apologies. I mean, walking with apologies. So, Yeah. And I mean, also in that, you know, as I became a leader, especially in the workplace, I think it was harder for me to get out of pride um, and walk my Christ walkness, Christ likeness was when I began owning my own businesses, because you have to give your as a leader, you give people a goal to attain. And when you're walking in Christ likeness, sometimes people can really 
test, you know, test the goal. Like, is this truly the goal? And you're getting the downloads and you're trying to figure it out. So it's like, you can easily get frustrated trying to give them the goal and the goal still coming to you. So it was, you know, I had to really learn how to practice patience and really understand that God is my ultimate boss. Like, uh, he is, he really truly is. And that all of my resources are his resources and that I had to serve those who were um, following with a goal, a plan. And that required me being um, in God more. That required me praying more. That required me reading my word. And that required me having mentors. So I'm going to move on to the second one. So secondly, when I started walking my life out, my Christ walk out in the workplace, I had to stop people pleasing. <laughs> people pleasing was one of the biggest things that I had to go. I had to let go of conversations and work acquaintances that weren't conducive to my life path. Um, see, when I partner, like when you partner with God, and you say, okay, I'm going to walk this, you know, walk this life out. God's ambition for us and changes, really changes our reputation. And when he changes that, you can't be around the same people. It may mean that you have to drop some people. Um, also, being in God and being humble didn't change my drive. Uh, just because I had to stop people pleasing and trying to do things in my own will, it didn't stop me from wanting the best for my life. Um, that humbleness really actually drove my ambition to another level. And it, how can I explain this? It was knowing that God was with me was what made me understand that I could accomplish much more than I could ever dream of. But it had to start with me not trying to please people because sometimes God would have me do things that people did not understand, but he had a way and he had a, a method, a path for me to go on. So I, I, you can't be a people pleaser. You can't, you just can't, can't, you can't. If you thought you could, I'm telling you now, you can't be a people pleaser and walking your Christ likeness out in front of people. If you are a people pleaser, know that um, you don't want to do that. That's just don't. <laughs> Tip number three. So lastly, um, with me walking Christ in Christ likeness in the workplace and in my place of business, I uh, encountered somewhat of some lonely times at the beginning. Yeah. Um, this is often because you're around people that have been practicing a different culture and their nature is different. And I really had no one to talk to about the changes that I was going through. I had no one to talk to about what was, I mean, and this is in my workplace, not family, not at church, but really in my workplace, I had no one that understood or wanted to talk about the things that I wanted to talk about as far as Christ was concerned and what, what he was doing in my life. God did change this around when I stopped looking 
in the same pot for friends and expanded my horizons. I I mean, seriously, if you like, I had to stop looking at work for friends. I was like, oh, where are they? I started looking around in the different communities. I had to go to different uh, functions by myself uh, um, so that I could meet people. And it, it, it allowed me to see um, differently. I had some of the best times when I would get up and just drive to a different city, go to an event and really just explore. That's the reason I put out events on Mondays because those are excellent, excellent opportunities to find other like-minded people. They may not be in your in your um, sphere of influence. So you have to find them and be willing to connect with them. And it took me a lot of guts and willingness to follow that route that God had for me, but it paid off in the end. I have a, a circle of people who are in business, who uh, practice, uh, who who are Christ-minded, and we build each other up. So it's absolutely the best thing. So I, now I've told you all of that. Let me tell you the success story of not being scared to walk in your faith. So... Like I told you, I was in the Navy. I started walking my faith out. And in the year 2015 to 2016, things were dramatically changing. Um, I received accolades and opportunities that no one else in my position was able to receive. Seriously, God moved me from being a leader over five to eight workers to being on an advisory team over thousands of sailors. And I was still, I was in the same position. Um, in the, like in the Navy, I was still in the same position, but I was advising some of the top officials on what to do in each of the, uh, in each area. And I was going to different ships. I was, uh, interviewing people, conducting classes, trying to understand how to transform um, the culture of the Navy, the cult, the same culture that I had to climb out of and walk in Christ's likeness was what I got assigned with to help change. And that was my legacy that I left with the Navy was, hey, this is how it can change. This is what you can implement to change the Navy. And I readily... I was readily recognized for godly wisdom. And I mean, I'm young doing this. So this is how God works when you partner with him. He humbled himself enough to partner with you. You partner with him and his ambition for you. Your whole reputation will change. I think Joyce Meyer says it best when she says, God is looking for people who will demonstrate the glory of his presence in their lives. I think it's absolutely true. I'm excited to hear more and more stories about this. I, I want to know how God is working in your life. How is he, what is he doing? And don't feel, don't feel bad if you're like, I don't know how he's doing it. Start thanking him for the small things he's doing and walk in that way. I'm sure, I'm, I guarantee you, God is making moves in your life and he wants to do things for you. Just walk with him. Just walk with him. Just say that you will live out this life publicly. All right? Now, 
Thank you, beautiful roses, for tuning in to this episode of Coffee with Concrete Rose. I hope that I inspired you not to be scared to walk your faith out and that you got more insight on why I named this show The Concrete Rose and named myself Concrete Rose. Please be a supporter and go to Instagram, Coffee with Concrete Rose. Um, Follow the uh, Instagram, both I am the Concrete Rose and Coffee with Concrete Rose. I am so so excited to meet you all. If you have any questions or if you want to give some more insight, please feel free to leave a message or anything so that I can know better how to better this podcast. Also, uh, coming up September 4th, 1st, 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 uh, the I am the com website will be out. I'm so excited. We'll be launching I will keep you all up to date with any inspiration events that are coming up. I do have an event coming up, so I'll keep you all up to date. You all have a great weekend. Stay blessed. I'll see you all on Monday. You bring the coffee, I bring the gap.